Welcome back to another episode of CFSS with your host tonight, Nicholas Reed, where today we'll be listening to a short crime fiction story. Pretty obvious the name is in the title of this podcast, Crime Fiction Stories. Sit back, relax, grab a drink and enjoy the show. A dead body was found, Rebecca Morning, with her throat slit. This is the same girl who had been kidnapped and reported missing for two weeks. The same man has been snatching teenage kids from their loved ones and torturing them and killing these innocent children. Two days later. Number one, what's your emergency? Somebody's in my house. Help me. Okay, stay calm. Everything's going to be okay. Hide somewhere, like under the bed or in a closet. I'm under my bed. My name is Jack. What's yours? Rukish. Rukish, how old are you? Fourteen. Just a little bit longer. Hang on in there. Okay, the police are on their way. He waits in his car outside the under-16s baseball training field for his next victim. He spots him. His name is Daniel. He stalks him from the outside car park within his car using binoculars to stay at a safe distance away, yet with optimal vision. Training ends at 4pm and it is now 3.48pm. It's time. He moves closer to the field where all the other parents are picking up their children. Daniel walks home because he lives across the street from the field. Daniel gets closer and closer. He gets out of the car with the keys and the ignition still for an easy and quick getaway. He walks over towards Daniel and pricks him with a needle to render him unconscious, which is containing a high dose of GHB, gamma hydroxybutyrate, which is prescribed for the treatment of narcolepsy, a sleep disorder. With Daniel rendered unconscious, he takes him back to his car and drives him back to his hideout. 10.30pm Daniel is woken up by another needle, instead this time it reverses the effects of the cherry meth, GHB. He is still feeling the effects of the cherry meth, but is not unconscious. He tries to get up, but is tied down to a metal pole with cable ties. Daniel looks around to try and find something that can help him get free and escape, but instead of a rock or a piece of metal, and said there is a little girl crying in the other cage who was also tied down like himself. There was also one other cage. He is going to get one more. What do you mean? Look, there are three cages, and only two of us, so he's getting one more. But why us? I don't know, but I ain't sticking around. We've got to get out of here. How? The ties. Let's break the ties. Little. I'm out. I'll help you. Wait. He walks over towards Daniel's cage and unlocks it, goes behind him and squats down to remove his cable ties, but instead realizes that he had broken free and is waiting to strike at him. He punches him in the stomach, then in the face. He then ties him down to the pole like they had been tied down. You won't escape. We won't, just watch us. Meanwhile, Daniel and Jesse are lost. They don't know which way they came from and which way to go. With the extra pressure of the traps, it is almost impossible to escape. They're running as fast as they can while looking out for any signs or indication of traps. Meanwhile, he has broken free from the restraints and is chasing off them in anger for disrupting his plan, hitting him and tying him up. Oh, it's a dead end. Turn around.
I told you, you cannot leave this place. Daniel's frantically looking for a way out, but it's just a dead end. Meanwhile, Rakesh's face shows the expression of fear. He pulls out a knife and walks closer and closer to the two boys. Thanks for listening to another episode of CFSS. Join us next time for another short story.